so if you go onto the um, dates for the knockout games, uh, we're going to have the first ever half an hour game ever. Speed flag. Speed flag. First time ever, Eagle. Easy. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to... It's going to be a type <laughs> Which game are we talking about? If you go into the, uh, the main page, the knockout dates. Knockout where, games next week. No, but go to the picture where you can access the link for the dates. This one here? Yes. Scroll down. Uh-huh. All down. All uh -huh. down. More down. Mm -hmm. Feel three. 730. Co-ed. One versus four. Yeah. Oh, no. Broadsword. Broadsword. More. There you go. Cash. One versus four. 730. Yeah. So why the hell is it 8 o'clock in the morning? I don't understand your question, Mo. Here, Eagle. It's been corrected. It's been corrected when? Now, Eagle? I, I don't know. Oh, you yeah. mean like the Brossard bowl game? This one here. Field yeah, three, I see it. Cash bowl. I see it. Yeah. See okay. It, it has not been corrected. It has not been corrected. Half an hour game. Count. It'll be corrected. All right, perfect. We'll, uh, we'll get it confirmed with Rob. Half an I hour. Mean, mm. no, it's I'm not confirmed. sure if it's, it's actually official. on the schedule. It's yet. official. Uh, confirmed. All right, it's so we have a half an hour ball works, game. Though. Can't wait for that, PZ. Absolutely. Uh, so PZ, Eagle, and I, we are in the uh, final turn of games. Yep. Uh, but before we get to that, though, we just want to um, uh, bring up a more uh, somber note, yeah. of course. Uh, uh, losing a, a family member in the FPF community and uh, a man who was well-respected, well-loved, adored uh, in the St. Leonard football community and the community outright and, of course, in the FPF. Unfortunately, the passing of Junior Sparrow, who passed away, uh, I believe it was late um, Tuesday night um, into Wednesday morning, and uh, age thirty-four, and it's unfortunate. Two children, two young, two, children. two young kids, uh, ages four and five, and in about one, yeah, one and a half, uh, yeah. give or take, and a wife as well. And uh, it was unfortunate. Uh, Junior was honored last Friday at the St. Saint Leonard Cougars home game, where they retired his number sixty-nine, which um, I guess you can sort of say Pease was a sort of say good, a goodbye to everyone that came out for him and also a nice it, way by St. Leonard as well. It was um, a touching ceremony. I got a chance to follow along uh, on social media as everyone was basically posting videos. And I'm so happy they chose that time to do it because it turns out that they waited uh, much longer. It would have been yeah. uh, far too late. Mo, I got to tell you, um, I had a game last night um, after having to write the uh, – in memoriam for uh, Junior, and um, I well met. Well done, by the way. Thank you, appreciate it. Um, I I met Junior in FPF, um, and so I don't know him as well as everyone else in league. But I I really 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 like the guy. I thought he's a really good dude, and I've I've made. Uh, I was talking about that this with a colleague today that I've made some of the best friendships in my life. Um, after the age of 28, when I started playing flag football, where yourself, right. Rob, uh, Eagle, a lot of the players I play with, um, guys like Junior, who you just come across, and you just you just make connections with people in a way that, um, if you don't play in this league, you don't have that opportunity. Um, and I love playing flag. I love doing this show. Mo, last night I had a game. I did not feel like going. I did not feel like playing. We played against um, unknown talent. A lot of the guys play for St. Leonard Cougars. Uh, I had a, I talked with Raph Morelli this morning uh, by chat, and we were both just like, yeah, it was just kind of odd feeling. Like it was a good game, and everyone like you know didn't get out of hand at all. But everyone was just kind of on edge, and everyone kind of felt odd. Like we, our crew of guys that played against yeah. Junior and Pension Plan for years and years and years, like a, a yearly matchup when we're in the same division. Um, and then I've played with Junior. Uh, he subbed for us a couple times, and um, and they know him obviously through St. Leonard Cougars community, and then I would imagine he's coached them as well. Um, so it's it was definitely a, a tough, tough day. Um, and we're gonna do our best to entertain you today. We're gonna do our best to to because like if I can pull back the curtain a little bit, we do a, we do do analysis on this show. And the the articles are really where you want to get your in-depth analysis. Our goal here is to provide some analysis, but also to entertain our community and to really focus on community building. Um, and to have this kind of loss makes it tough to do the, the same kind of jokes and, and fun that we do, we do. But we're going to try and serve to be your distraction and a, a distraction for ourselves. Eagle? Uh, I volunteer to be the scapegoat for this show, so just tease and make fun of me. Yeah. I mean, sure. you will anyways. I'm just saying now I'm actually yeah. volunteering for it. Well, so I mean, it's not as funny are. for you. 
No, but uh, Junior was definitely a man uh, who was well-respected uh, by many people out there. And Hold on. <clears throat> Sorry. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, unfortunately, uh, given what he had, it was, it's such a tough, tough battle. But as I told uh, Dan Lazar, and, and I hope Dan forgives me for, for mentioning this on, on air now, because I checked on Dan, because Dan was coached by Junior uh, Sparrow back in the day when he was learning how to play football. And I told Dan, I go, Dan, you know, cancer didn't beat Junior. We've just taken over, when I say taken over, all of us to help defeat cancer. You know, he gave it his best punch, yeah. and now we take it over, and now we will lead the charge to hopefully one day find a cure for all forms of cancer out there. And that's where, you know, Junior will leave his legacy that, hey, we've now laid the foundation. Let's build upon it, and let's get to the next step of raising enough funds. And, of course, the GoFundMe page for Junior was an awesome yeah. initiative by Anthony Seja and the family and friends of Junior uh, to raise so much money, which I'm sure will go to the right uh, allocation of what it has to do for the kids and for the family down the yeah. road. And, it's uh, um, the thing. The thing is, um, in the, in this case, particular mo, like, um, you know, I'm glad that the community stepped up. The FPF community helped uh, raise some of the funds to help take care of the family. Um, Junior Junior was a was a really good dude, and just speaking about him in the past tense is is an eerie. Uh, odd feeling and uh, yeah we just we you're right the the goal is um to work together and move forward and ho hopefully <coughs> in uh in future generations we'll never have to deal uh with the passing of a young man uh, like yeah, junior again absolutely and uh we send our, our condolences to junior's family his friends his football teammates that have all uh, encountered him throughout his course of his life and uh and we'll remember him, and there'll be things for him that we'll do, and, w and when the appropriate time is, we'll announce that at a later date, yeah. uh, which I think yeah, we, we, cool. we've already discussed finding ways to honor him, yeah. and we will do that. We just haven't had that finalized yet, yeah. uh, but definitely uh, because of just how much he meant to so many people in this community, it definitely we will not let that go without uh, finding a way to honor him. Yeah, we'll, we'll find something cool for sure that will uh, make him happy, and uh, he'll probably laugh at me because I always say, Junior, when he used to come to Lachine, Junior, you know who you are? What do you mean? Bro, you passed VO. Oh, shut up, man. <laughs> Let me go get ready for football. <laughs> Classic Junior. Yeah. All right. Um, let's, let's transition now. Uh, of course, uh, we'll talk more about uh, uh, Junior at a later date when we have that big announcement coming up. Uh, but let's talk quickly here off the football field. Of course, Quebec government announced uh, Code Orange. Uh, gentlemen, uh, just to remind everybody, for those who want to get an update, uh, the email sent out to the captains. And I believe it's up on the website too, am I not? So if you guys will have any, um, you want to have the inquiry in mind of what's going on from the FPF perspective, uh, you can check out the uh, newsletter from Robert Campana, what the current situation is moving forward. And as I tell everyone at the fields who've asked me, hey, what's going to go on? I go, guys, it's one game at a time, one day at a time. Uh, let's get through each day. And then hopefully, fingers crossed, we can get through this fall cup without any hiccups or stoppage, stoppages over here. And we will be able to complete this season and we'll focus up hopefully on the winter 2020 at a later date. Exactly that, Mo. And basically our sta our status is status quo. We're at the mercy of what the government dictates to us. We're not going to blaze new territory um, outside of their jurisdiction, right? So whatever they say goes. Right now we haven't been told anything. The facilities haven't really been told anything. It's just operate as normal, mask sanitizers, uh, spectators, depending on the different complexes, the r rules and regulations that come in. So nothing changes until something changes. Yeah. And most importantly... Don't be a jerk. You know, just do everything you can to keep yourself safe and in doing so... And the community keeping, safe. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you do what you can to keep uh, everyone, like, yourself safe, you're, you're also doing your part yeah. to keep everyone uh, around you safe as Eagle sanitizes his hands off camera. Good optics for someone that can't be seen. Well, it's important, right? And, guys, I know we, we were joking about this, but obviously with I being at the field, it's very important that you come see me before, right, yeah. to get your temperature checked and your hand sanitized. I know people I hate the sanitizer scent. Like, I mean, I know you're, you're secretly erasing my, bra my, uh, my brain cells. When I you're am. Like, luckily, I don't have many to lose. Um, <laughs> but, sure. but the thing is, Mo, like, uh, I, I don't know – the feeling I get after you scan me is actually kind of relieving. Like, I don't know if I have a fever necessarily, right? Like, if you have, like, a slight fever, you don't necessarily always feel it. 
Yeah, but of like, course. I'm walking up like, ah, you know what? Maybe I'm not feeling great. Then you scan me. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm great. You're, you're not alone because especially now when it's trans- transitioning from like the summer to the fall, you know, like those days where it's yeah. like lukewarm or like kind of chilly and you go outside with like your T-shirt or like your yeah, regular attire. And then like the next day you kind of feel a little bit like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. I feel a little bit like achy or anything. And then I'm like, oh, man, am I sick? Like I check in my temperature at home. I'm like, oh, am I good? Is Mo going to let me in? Is he going to bounce me at the door? So, oh, I don't want to be the I one staff guy who gets bounced at the door I wish I could. I wish so I could. i'm 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 going to uh i'm going to share a story actually and that's of course diverged from the script but it's going to help us transition to topics that are lighter than we started the show with um a lot of what's happening now for a lot of people including myself is allergies this is allergy season my god every day i wake up i feel like i'm sick i haven't been that bad actually oh, then again i spent all my time inside so. good this, yeah. summer. this yeah. has been the worst year for me ever um, it's been the summer was fine. It's specifically now. So, um, I grew these amazing sunflowers. Yeah, we've seen the pictures. They're so tall. They're about seventeen feet high. They're they're huge. They, they I cut some for my wife. They're bigger than her head. They're awesome. I filled the house with them. Right. I didn't realize because it's the first time <laughs> I have ever grown pollen. sunflowers how much pollen, pollen. sunflowers pollen. shed. Mike, I don't understand. No wonder it's so bad yeah. for you. You brought it into well, your wait, house. Wait, wait. Like, I don't understand, house. first of all. How On s- purpose. How do sunflowers not populate the entire world with how much pollen they spread? Secondly. Um, it's all RDP in your house. There was, there was, a, there was a, a mask. There was a mask um, on the table. A black mask. And, and uh, the pollen was falling onto the mask. And I, I saw it throughout the week. And I was like, okay, well, when, when Natalia does the laundry... She'll she'll get this clean. It's getting yo. It's getting much worse. Oh, it's man. gonna get worse before it gets better. So, um, <laughs> later on the weekend, uh, this is like Tuesday. So, he spent all week there just getting rained on by pollen. Um, and and during the week, my wife and I don't speak super often because we work opposite schedules. She works night times, I work day times, and then even on the days where we could potentially be home, I do other things like this podcast. Um. Or watch Miami Dolphin football highlights. Tonight. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Saturday, so Saturday rolls around. I got to do the groceries. Um, she's, she's on the call upstairs. So I see the flags, the, the, uh, the, be- the uh, masks laid out on our console table in the front. So I'm like, I am wearing my black Harrington jacket. I was like, the black, the black uh, mask is going to go oh perfectly boy. with my jacket. I put it on, drive to the store. I'm inside the store mode, and I feel it. My allergies just building and building. And I'm at the point where I'm sweating from my eyes because I'm trying to hold back a sneeze because I can't oh lift my boy. mask in the grocery store to sneeze, yeah, Mo. Because I'm not, I'm not a jerk. Especially that I'm about to sneeze, I definitely can't lift my mask oh because I'd be sneezing on people, right? Oh boy. People and produce and whatever else. Yeah, yeah. So I can't lift the mask. I'm sweating. I'm, I'm feeling feverish because of how much I'm holding in the sneeze. And then I get to like the dairy aisle. I can't do it anymore. So I just start letting rip. I'm just serial sneezing into my own mask. I have snot running down my beard. It feels awful. I basically took a dump in my pants, but on my face. Yeah, pretty much. That was what, that was my Saturday shopping experience. And man, I'm, I'm curious to see how those shoppers felt around you like oh my god oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy must have covid 38 yeah i, I doubled up on the covid for sure yeah, absolutely you just you just infested uh rdp with covid covid and sunflowers of course. so everyone's guards gonna have sunflowers and everyone will be sneezing so man uh, but the worst part no about this the worst part about this is i forgot the damn cauliflower so i couldn't have cauliflower mash this week well man with peasy don't grow sunflowers next summer I'm going no, to They're throw beautiful. them. Just don't bring them into I your fucking house. I will never bring them into now. my house again. Because yeah, I cut roses and dahlias all the time, and I don't, they, they have yeah, no... Yeah, but they're different. They are different. When you said, when you said I brought them to the house, I go, it's the pollen. And the pollen hit the... <laughs> ruined my life. Ruined his life, man. Ruined my life. All right, so speaking of ruining lives, uh, mm-hmm. what did we see this past week? You <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I saw some lives that couldn't possibly be ruined because if you get this mad at flag plus football, you can't have that much else going on. Um... I was at the Warriors Pepperoni Boys game, and mea culpa, I've been praising the Warriors because not only have they improved on the field, they look so much better as a team, but I, I felt as though they matured. They've, uh, I, I, I feel, I felt as though um, some time has passed since they joined the league, and um, they were no longer getting upset and begging for calls and 
just yelling and screaming and all of this unpleasant stuff. Um, lo and behold, the Warriors lost their minds. Uh, I don't know what happened before, so I, I'm not going to speak about what I didn't witness. What I did witness was a non-sack. I saw the rusher come in to Joe Cano. Joe Cano releasing the ball before the flags removed from his belt. I was there. I saw it. Um, and the referees saw it the same way I did, the same way the scorekeepers did. So there is at least four four pairs of eyes who all saw the same thing of Joe Cano not getting sacked. The rusher threw the flag, pulled a fit, was complaining and freaking out and swearing and screaming and threatening. And it was, it was just awful. It was followed up by... Um, a fairly comedic moment where Michael Sulmani punted the ball into the air to himself. Uh, Plenty of hang time on that punt, by the yeah, way. Yeah, the punt was great. Uh, the punt was great. In, in the wind. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, um, Michael Sulmani, lucky he didn't get an OC for that. Uh, but look, in the end, it's flag football, guys. I've never gotten that mad about anything in my life, let alone anything. The, the only field. time I've seen you get anywhere close to that upset at an FPF official is when a guy basically landed right on your kneecap at full speed and you well, didn't get a call. I, That's I, the only time I've seen you get really upset because player safety. I, yeah, well, yeah, because uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I ended up not being able to play for four weeks after that game. Correct. Um, but yes, uh, and even at that, I went to the referee after the game. It was Leo, Leo Gervais. He, he threw my, uh, my only OC. I've earned several more, by the way, but he, that's the only OC I've ever been given. I went to him and I apologized because regardless of what happened, he's not the person who hit me. He only called what he saw and I apologize for my behavior. Um, the Warriors, that's not why you lost that game. Mike Solomani threw three interceptions. Um, they must have been sharp in the first half. That's not what I witnessed in the second half. Um, the Pepperoni boys, the, the you guys, they're known for making adjustments at halftime. That's what they did in this game. You literally need to, if you're playing Pepperoni boys, you need to have two game plans. You, you need to have a set of plays you run in the first half and a set and a concept you run in the second half because they they adjust that much that if you if you run things and I I've, I've been guilty of this as a quarterback saying you know what they haven't stopped this all game that's a good way to throw an interception against pepperoni boys including I was there to witness a diving interception um, I want to say it was Kyle Pedvis it might have been Alexis Bichette Bichette um, I didn't have a great angle to see who it was but just a diving interception in the middle of the field on a ball that was. I thought thrown too low to, for anyone to have a play on it, and he got there. What I've learned is that I don't have to watch the game of the week now since PZ's given us the game of the week highlights. There we go. So. I broke it down. I didn't even know that was game of the week. I forgot. After going 4-0 <laughs> uh, from week 1-4 to four in the quali- in the preliminary round, they've lost the last couple of games before this last one, both by less than a score. So by uh, they lost to LGC by 4 points, 31-27. They lost to Half a Stars, uh, 26-19. Pepperoni so one boys, score. Right? So... Do you think they just missed the opportunities to potentially have a perfect season? I don't think they were going to have a perfect season. I think they have ju- tough lungs next week. They have tough lungs, right? And that, that'll be in Brossard. And by the way, um, uh, September twenty ninth, Brossard is the uh, site of all the uh, makeup games in Brossard. People are asking about that. I, I just think for what has happened with Pep Boys this year, um, I. They had, they've had, look, they came in other under different names, Chalk of Thunder, um, uh, PB and J, and all these other names, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like Joe has risen up, and then he kind of flatlined a little bit, and then he had some bad games. We, we talked about it before in weeks past, and now given the schedule that they had in the second half of this opening uh, round of games that we've seen, they met their match in that sense. But if Joe Cano plays better than what he did against against half the stars. Perhaps to come away with a W, but I think they just flatlined in this round of games. Yeah, I just like um, they they played some tougher competition. Is all it is, and and they were competitive. Like there's no there's no shame in that. Like you're you've been competitive in games. You're gonna make the next you know, next round. You're gonna have postseason. So whatever. Like if you're not in the cash bracket, you're not in the cash bracket. You, you're not paying your mortgage with with the cash no, bracket anyway. You're probably so. paying towards beers post game. Yeah, exactly. You know. uh, so the game that I saw. Uh, tier three trap stars against balling sixties. Twelve two win by trap stars. Good news, bad news for the trap stars, which we'll talk about in the tier three playoffs. Uh, this was an ugly game. This was a, a horrendous game. If you are having the over, and it was definitely in the under department of fourteen points. So I actually, again, because of the the restrictions, I haven't been able to watch much FPF. I do remember having to watch games where this the ball doesn't move. 
and you want to remove your eyes out from inside of you. It's wild because I thought Bond Sixers, who were super, super hot, would come in. This would be a much comp- much more competitive game. It wasn't. Both quarterbacks won 17 of 44 uh, for a combined total of, uh, I think, 161 yards, whatever it was. I. And look, I'll give Trap Stars the full credit. They played really good defense. Red Zone defense was their calling card, and they really put a, a wall up on the uh, Bond 60 offense, and the Bond 60 couldn't get anything deep, and they were held in check, and I give full props to Trap Stars. It wasn't a pretty game. It was an ugly win, but also at the same time, too, they're also in a situation where they're going to have some things have to fall their way for them to get into the Money Bowl game as well. I'm going to say something about Ryan Garber that, um, is off, it's, a, it's a term in football that's often misused. I don't mean this as an insult in any way. Ryan Garber is excellent at managing the game. So the whole thing, game manager, I don't mean that as a derogatory term. I'm looking at this stat sheet, Mo, and I can see what happened. Second half, Ryan Garber was like, I got this lead. We're not blowing it. We're going to take as much time off the clock as possible. I don't care if it's boring. We're going to win this game. To me, that's the type of leadership uh, Ryan Garber has shown since his time in FPF Junior. We have it logged as the two points was a safety uh, for three yards on a bad snap. So was this basically them a getting stopped? Out. at in They stopped the ball in 60s in red zone and yeah. then incomplete, incomplete, dropped it like over his I head? Think so because at that time I was watching back and forth. I was picking through. And I think it might have been that. But, but again, for Trap Stars, it is a big win for them because it keeps them in play for uh, a, a money bowl seed. But then on the flip side, Speakeasy with a huge win over uh, Goblin Gang. 1918 came out to the last play or uh, the last play of Goblin Gang with four plays to go. Couldn't convert to tie the game up at 19 apiece. And we'll talk about the Speakeasy situation because they are even hotter than other teams have uh, discounted them for this season. And they've played really well. Funny enough, um, Iggy Magnets uh, made a good point. He goes, Mo, have you ever seen a team have a set of players for offense? and a set of players for defense. I said, well, the reason probably is just to make it cheaper f- per player for the team registration fees. The early I've only seen it once before. They had, I think, literally like 16 to 18 players at one point. Oh, yeah. It I was know. like offense, defense, and special teams. We used to make the joke. Like, Well, <laughs> if you if you remember, Eagle, the early uh, checkmate teams were that. We had only oh, yeah. one guy who played two ways. Wow. Everyone was very specific as to what they did. and that was You are the corner. Well, that's it, 100%. My, bro- my brother I mean, never played it, offense. If you think about it in regular football, that's exactly what happens, right? You're a wide receiver or you're a QB or you're that a team, defensive that end. Team went or, 10-0. That yeah, team went 10-0. How, how irritating would it be if the offense would always score every 40 bomb and spend like maybe like four minutes of offense? Well, that's, that's when it stopped. It stopped when Fred Morrison became quarterback and that's what happened. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, bombs, it's not even the worst idea, right? Because we always talk about like, you know, just pepperoni boys, halftime adjustments and the whole thing. Imagine if you don't have to adjust at halftime. If you can adjust after every yeah. drive because you're on the bench together and you're discussing what's going on and the whole stuff. Like that's, that's actually what you would want. It's just that it sucks to play half a game, if that. It does, but but I think this is like, and we're going to talk more about the speakeasy chances of getting, getting the four spot and, of course, what could happen if there's a three-way tie for the fourth spot. Well, let's dive into uh, the topics du jour tier one before we get into topics quick update for everyone on the uh brave uh yes. green versus blave oh, the epic battle of six weeks it was very disappointing nothing happened. incomplete yeah incomplete. <laughs> uh so tier one. all this for one play <laughs> yeah we always one play okay so tier one we have our our four teams set for the money bowl game we'll go to the standings right now that's pz or eagle fire that up so our four teams are set the only thing to be determined uh pz is the three four spot just Medic against Consequence. They will actually play each other, which we'll talk about for the keys. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think Consequence can get the three spot and perhaps lock it with KGP in the next round? Well, Consequence is the two spot right now, aren't they? No, they're the four, four spot. spot. Oh, sorry. I was like, I hate the way Fall messes with our website. Um, Just click the Combine tab. Combine. I know. It's um, okay. Who does KGP have? Uh, KGP is done. Oh, yeah. they're done the game. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. KGP, the only games left. So now consequence is... would need to win. They have better points against. Th- what's the head-to-head with KGP and consequence? Uh, I want to say uh, or just medic and. Uh, no, no, I'm talking consequence oh, and KGP because okay. you're talking about them going to third. Well, no, but well, I'm saying I'm talking for consequence to get the three spot. Right? Oh, to get the three spot. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. So they have to win. If they win, they'll pretty much get the th- the three spot. So I'd say the chance is exactly fifty-fifty. As the, well, 
It's it's I th- I'll give you this. It's a thirty-three percent chance, Mo, because there are three outcomes: they can win the game, they can lose the game, or they can tie the game. So there's actually yeah. So there's multiple outcomes. So consequence: if they win, they have a chance at the number one seed, depending on the number of points against allowed in this game. But so, what about the head-to-head? Uh, oh, because it would be yeah, a three-way tie. It's a three-way tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they allow less than twenty-three points against their one seed, if they're between twenty-three to twenty-seven inclusive, they're the number two seed. If they win and allow exactly twenty-eight points, they're the three seed. If they allow uh, twenty-eight points and they win by exactly eleven points, they're the three seed by virtue of the weaker strength of schedule compared to KGP strength of schedule. And if they win and allow exactly twenty-eight points, then and they win by twelve points or more, they'll be the number two seed so they can finish one two or three but if they tie or or lose they finish fourth so that's kind of cool let's i'm actually like i took a look at uh and by the way a lot of the scenarios that you're hearing brought to you by iggy magnets that dude man i'm not going to take credit for a lot of the hires i give you credit for that one actually yo i found iggy magnets man i love i'm 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 gonna parade around the block for that because that dude's been such a credit to fbf yeah, he's made so, FPS so much cooler. He yeah. reminds me of me 2013 or 2014 when I was But coined. way more handsome. Yes. Way more yeah, handsome. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And he looks like Mike... Uh, Only eyes up. Madonna. Eyes up, he looks yeah, like Mike Adana. With the Eagles. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, though. For for a consequence, in this round, they've only given up 54 points. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a one eighty from where the defense was in the first round, where they're giving up points to Eagle, you know. And but that's like th- that's what I was saying last week is that they they seem to be the team that has to roll into the season. They they don't see, they weren't ready to go. They weren't set. It, it it reminded me exactly of the later D Boys era, where they literally would suck the first three or four weeks of the season, yeah. And then uh, they were in the finals anyway, so who cares? You know, but I just I look at Danny Tokatov when he's done. I mean, no, he's, tacos. He's made some really good throws this round. Like uh, there was one throw he threw to Isaiah Lard where he he mossed uh, the poor DB. I forget who they played last week. I think was it BYU? Uh, they played uh, Swinton Beers last week. BYOB, I think. BYB, yeah. And um, it was no competition. Lard just went up and grabbed it like it was nothing out there. And he's playing his best football, I think, in quite a while. Danny Totap. And look, what the hell is this? Oh, uh, he's, I'm gonna uh, try and show. He had that on his Instagram feed. Hold on, oh, Instagram, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think now moving towards this game, we need to find a way. That's his brother. Stand by stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> the way I see it now, Pete, is that if they do beat Urjos Medek, yeah, they can finish one, two, or three. But I wouldn't want to face them the next round because they are well, no, playing the rest football look, right now. So we, you know, I've said for a while. To me, the guy who throws the nicest ball in FPF is is has to be. It's up there with you know maybe Alex Holowak, maybe uh, maybe Dan Lazare, right? Like. Like, he throws just, you know, when he needs arc, it's absolute perfect arc. Uh, he needs to get it there. It gets there. Uh, it's catchable. It's everything you want. Like, I know Kevin Wyeth has that absolute fastball. Like, Kevin Wyeth is, like, hard sex. But Tacos is sweet loving. I look at Taco. Okay, yes! 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 I win! You don't win. I win! It's win. been done. Win what? Win what? You look at Danny Totap, I beg your pardon. Danny, you said... Tacos, Mo. I said talk. You are. I said talk. I can, we Wait can clip this. Wait we can that. clip this. You're finished. It's recorded. Yeah, You're sure. done. Yeah, I'm done. Yes. I look at Danny Totab as being like the Greg Maddox, precision, precise pitcher, whereas Kevin Wise is like that Roger Clemens. Yeah, yeah, he's a rocket. I thought you were going all Braves. But no, sure. I'm not going to Steve Avery on on on. Not Wyatt. Steve Avery, but small to the fastball, right? Uh, yeah, well, you know, Roger Clemens because it's a fastball that Wyatt has. I felt it. It's, it's, okay, it's hard. never mind. But when you look at this game for adjustment and consequence, what is the key for each side to win this matchup and pretty much cement their staff, staff as a self as a top three seed? You're saying for adjustment to win? Yeah, and for consequence. Sorry, I, I just didn't understand your question. What one point each for both sides on how they can win this game? Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So one, so adjustment uh, need to force turnovers. They have a uh, kind of a funky defense that where guys sometimes are out of position, but it also leads to them making really really spectacular plays and I, I think that they at their best they can bait bad throws uh, by Dan Lazar yeah. you're not going to get many you'll get maybe two or three in that game right, right. so they need to take advantage if they can create that opportunity they need to take that take advantage of that so that would be the key there for a uh, consequence uh, they need their defense to show up and Dan Lazara needs to uh, as you said last week he just is better at running a methodical offense than feeling like he needs to go score for score. It's all, 44 minutes and 10 plays is a lot longer than it feels. So manage the game, 
go out there and win. And the X factor could be the fact this will be the first outdoor game for consequence. Mm-hmm. And uh, it might be a little bit of a, a little but, bit of adapting to the. I mean, Dan Lazaro was an outdoor quarterback, so it, like he's a tackle quarterback. Like, but it's different though, right? Because you're playing yeah. in the in the in the dark, right? You're not used to the sight lines of the comfort. I will level. say, if you can get the side where the end zone is in the light, because the 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 end zone that's shrouded in darkness, you're guessing at where the back line is. Yeah, you have no idea. Yeah, and then I'll get I'll hear from Dan Totap about why is it so dark. Cut the trees. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Come on, in between. Mo, do it for the environment. Cut do the trees. It, I'll do it in between uh, my spring of hands. If you want, I, I recommend Consequence hire a fleet of beavers and release them upon the upon the uh, high school uh, campus. Oh, by the way, one more quick on a side note. Uh, talking about the high school campus, uh, the Warriors lost their football. They went deep, deep into like the bottom of the hill on the Was uh, it after the trees. Uh, Mike Solomon's punt. Maybe, maybe. Tier mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> two. Uh, the money ball scenarios for Santar, Outlaws, Pep Boys. Uh, as we see it right now, PZ, uh, those are the teams that are in play for uh, a chance to get in. The Outlaws tied uh, their game against the Girl Cock, who still have a chance of 3 2 and 1. Mm-hmm. But right now, PZ, when you look at it, um, do we perhaps see a, a three way tie, maybe a, a three way scenario of, of, of this happening here? Or do you think we have our four that will qualify currently? Um, I think we have our four. Uh, Pep Boys have one game. Pep Boys win was big. So, so here's the scenarios that can play out for the cast bracket. Okay, so half a stars and EZW are clinched. EZW can finish either second or third, and half a stars are finishing first, guaranteed. Then Santod, Outlaws, Pepperoni Boys, and Grocook all could potentially finish in the top four. So, if Pep Boys beat Tough Lungs, we have. Half a stars, Pep Boys, EZW, and Sontod as your top four. So then Outlaws get bounced from the list. If they tie Tough Lungs, which is a possibility, then you have Half a Stars, EZW, Pep Boys, and Sontod. So same result essentially. And if Pep Boys lose to Tough Lungs, then it's Half a Stars, EZW, Sontod, and Outlaws. So Outlaws are cut if Pepperoni Boys earn themselves a point. Mm-hmm. And they're cut essentially if Pep Boys do win. LGC need to win both their games against Tough Lungs and Half a Stars, and if they do, they can go as high as the third seed, and they can be the fourth. But they would still they could still not make the cash bracket even by winning out, uh, depending on how many points allowed. Well, see, so they're the, in the worst possible spot right now. Outlaws, and, and and it's compounded by the second half of that doubleheader being played against Half a Stars. Right, and the thing is, Outlaws shot themselves in the foot. They were up two scores against uh, LGC. Uh, Monday in Laval, and they tied them. And looking at Stephen Harper's uh, facial expression, you can just see he's like, "We bleep this up. Like we shot ourselves in the foot of of having six and it's, wins." It's and surprising. It's three. surprising because they they are familiar with each other for uh, their time in MFL. So Outlaws have always handled LGC. Uh, this one, this time around, it seems they, they let them off the hook. They did. No, it was really bad. He, and you can see Kevin Cousseau. We like to poke fun at Kevin because he's a good guy like that. Yeah. sport. But you can just see his disappointment as well. It's saying, like, how the bleep did we mess this up? We should have – we were in control of the game. And it's your typical, like, NFL game, right, where you're up by two scores, hello, Atlanta Falcons, and then you bleep it up, right? And that's what happened. They pulled the Atlanta Falcons on themselves and how now they don't control their playoff fate. I mean, you say the Atlanta Falcons. I'm pretty sure this happens more frequently than once every 449 attempts. So, well, but in the case that it was two scores, right? And you have a you have a quarterback like Harpersad who yeah. can you know we talk about game manager. He can control the clock, uh, the flow of the game, how it goes. And they Dan Quinn that football game, and now they're on the outside looking in and have to hope Pep Boys lose and LGC lose the whatever games they have left over. So, yeah. not the easiest for them. But uh, in this case, though, PZ, when you see it right now, if you have to forecast the four teams making the Money Bowl game, we know two of them are in. Um, do you see Santars and Outlaws being the other two coming in, or are they going to be the outside looking in? I think I actually, looking at it now, I think Pep Boys bump, bump up. I think Pep Boys make it, and Outlaws on the outside looking in, because uh, Pep, Boys, Pep Boys have? They have tough lungs. Tough, tough lungs. lungs. Okay, That's correct. a very yeah. winnable game. Uh, not a guaranteed win, because – uh, when tough lungs are hot, their offense is very tough, difficult to stop. But that said, the Pepperoni Boys, if they don't already know, they will know by halftime that what they need is for Nikki Papich uh, and Horner to eliminate Justin Lerner. Uh, easier said than done. But those are the two types of athletes that can do it. So um, it's 
it, tough lungs. Matt Lerner, this is a message up to you. This is where you need to find secondary scoring. Um, you can't just rely on your stars in this game or your star in this game. So what, what percentage would you give um, Legro Cock to get in? Like 33%. 33%? Because of the three outcomes. Uh, yeah, no, actually, no. But, but they weren't going out, though. Like, sorry, my mistake. They have two games. Two games. They, they have to win both or at least tie yeah. oh, no, one of them to even have a... Actually, no, you no, have to win can't both. Tie, then you then have then to win both. You yeah, you have seven right? points. And yeah. it's, it's, it's two tough games, man. That's not going to be easy. So I think that's about 18% if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong, Eagle. One out of six? One out of six is... Oh, no, but they need both no. outcomes. It's about 16 and a half. Yeah. They, need, they, need two, uh, they need two specific outcomes, though. They got to win out and hope they have help along the way, pretty much. Yeah. And I'm not sure if they're going to get it. It's 16 and two-thirds. 16 and two-thirds, that's it, yeah. I'm good. I'm not sure if they're going to get it. I really don't know if they're going to get that help to get in. So uh, The team that disappointed you, uh, Pisa, did not make the money bowl game. What's <laughs> on sports? How about that? Uh, you guys didn't even make any <laughs> bowl. Okay, oh, no. yeah, you so got to win, though. On the reverse yeah! side, unknown talent, Trojans, Voodoo, and Hot Sauce Sports. Thanks. Goodbye. Time to work on stuff for the next season, well, you right? Know, Voodoo, uh, actually, they wanted me to pass along this message, but they wanted to thank all of us for uh, how well the league has run coming back. I super so appreciate it. was very kind of uh, Frank and Martin to uh, send their kind words to us. That won't stop me from hanging a crooked number on you next time, no. Frank. You got lucky. You got lucky. Yeah, you lost them, no? Yeah, first game of the season. Oh, man. It was an yeah, ugly was, game, too. I think there was like eight combined interceptions. It was rough. So um, do we do we know what happened to their team this year? Like, is uh, it just yeah, yeah, injuries, missing people? No, no, like, it's voodoo. It's next season they're gonna win nine oh, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ma- right. Martin told me like he goes, it was tough this year because they had three core: Patsy, Amal, him, and Frank. Okay, mm-hmm. everyone else has been. Well, Kevin subs. Marshall was there. Y- yeah, but he was in and out though, okay. right? And pretty much everyone else was call ups, rotation guys, guys who couldn't commit, but come and play two, three games here and there. And he said it was tough. And he goes, look, man, next year we'll hopefully come back with a better core that will be there every single week. Well, I was, I was uh, discussing our season with Justin Blanchard as an example and said, this is how tough Tier 2 was. Remember we talked about how, like, the parody, how good parity was in, the, in, in this division? Yeah. Um, and we're, we looked back at our schedule and said, you know what? There's, there's three one-loss games here, one-score one uh, losses, yeah. where if we don't make X mistake and Y mistake, we we you know we could easily been a three or four win team at this point with a, game, a bowl game. with a game to play yeah. and be in a bowl game and it just didn't go that way. But if it wouldn't have been us, it would have been someone else. Like someone was gonna have that kind of situation, yeah. and that's the case for us for Voodoo for uh, what's it called for uh, the other team that we were mentioning. Uh, I know talent. I know talent. That's it. Yeah, I know. So I know not talents. Trojans. Oh, same for Trojans. Sorry. <laughs> well, Trojans, Trojans were going to struggle anyway. They were a Division Six team coming up to Tier Two. That's basically going up at least two divisions. And yet they still got more points than you. Yeah, yeah that's fine. But in the Battle of the East End, Hot Sauce Sports upends unknown talent, though. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. All right, uh, Tier Three. Um, no, but so yeah, my, my disappointment. Th- yes. th- th- disappointment. Oh, I thought you said that. I thought was, uh, well, I just, I, we're just we're just throwing a oh. bone to the to the lower lower seed teams. Um, for me, um, I got to look at a team. Like, like uh, Bandidos, and to not see them really? have okay. more success, you have possibly the best player in the tier, uh, in Vincent Benjamin. Uh, I don't know why they don't use Loic Savoie again on offense because he's a very good player. Um, you know, it, it was a team with a returning core I thought could have been really good, and instead they 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 struggled. So that is something I am going to specifically talk about here um, because the middle constellation brackets, you still have a lot of movement depending on what happens between yeah. like short horns, LGC, tough lungs, etc. So Bandidos and Bruins are the only two that have not clinched the playoff spot. And so uh, it could go either way, essentially. And who's Bruins so have this week? Bandidos are playing Trojans. Yeah. Uh, they have to win. They have to not allow more than 50 points against Trojans. I will say uh, I was right about the Bruins defense. Look at that, 243 points allowed. Yeah, but that was expected, though, right? Well, again, because you look at the players on the defense, yeah. Rob White, Zach Zwern, and Guy Wiseman, you're like, okay, that's going to be a good defense. But it's not because of how, how they play and how, predictab- how predict- predictable they are. Yeah. Uh, any quarterback that makes any adjustments is, is going to carve them up, and, and that's what we saw all season. So it's literally that. So the uh, Bandidos are playing Trojans. Yeah. If they win and they don't allow 50 uh, more than 50 points against Trojans, they will make it into the playoffs. If they lose or tie, they're effed. Yeah. Uh, the team quickly that, that disappointed me was part of my swag. I thought they would have been uh, a five-win team, uh, maybe even six, but they had a tough schedule. And uh, Brad Evans, Mr. Hawaiian, shirt himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was his moment to shine, and he flatlined. 
Yeah, it's um, it's a disappointing trend we've seen with Brad in the past as defenses get better um, and start to jump his routes. He, st- he struggles a little bit. Um, I don't want to put it all on him because, uh, you know, there's lots of guys that are not making plays when that kind of stuff happens. Uh, but he does tend to put too much on himself uh, and make some mistakes. So um, I expect Brad to improve. Uh, this is the kind of team you can improve with. And hey, look, you're, you're making it uh, to a constellation bracket anyway, right? So yeah, you're still gonna get at least uh, another game, right, to work yeah. with. So that's m- the way I, I see it for these bowl games. It's more reps, more game reps for yeah. those who want it. Because and look, if you if you win a bowl game, you still win a bowl game, whether it's cash or not. Yeah, like, exactly. You still won your bracket. It's like the equivalent of winning, winning the cactus bowl or something like that. Whatever you, know? you want yeah. a bowl, exactly. There's no bowl rings that we give out. Do we still name them after people? Like, is there the mobile? No, is it the Kevin Wythe Bowl and Theo Jed? Like, what's the whole, what's the whole? Uh, yeah, so because originally it was uh, a preliminary round, and then you were into groupings named after staff members, and the bowls were named after Hall of Famers. Right, um, but if you win a bowl game, not the money bowl game, but if you win a bowl game, you don't get win, you don't win money, but do you win you a, get a banner? bowl in your name? But do you get like a banner? You get a team banner. Team banner. That's what I thought. I told some guys yeah. you get a team. And banner. I'm not sure. Actually, Rob changes it up every year. Sometimes you get like you know t-shirts. Sometimes you get wristbands. It depends who we get a discount. Yeah. So well, what do we have there? We have banners. Okay. And this year's the COVID year, so maybe also everyone got gators, so yeah. everyone wins. Question there mark. There we go. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I I never liked the idea of naming it after players and staff because we're all still living. I like the idea of naming it after things that go into bowls, like the spaghetti bowl, the bowling bowl. Can you? You know what? Here's a good idea. We have a few more minutes left. The, the show. poke. Can you the poke bowl? The, <laughs> can you the, get us, the the bowl haircut bowl? Can you get us a list of bowl names and the chili bowl? And tell us, throw a bowl name and ask us if it's real or not. The bowl game, please. What? Get us a list of na- names of all the bowl games possible. There's a lot of them. That's fine. And throw it out to us as we wrap up the show if it's real or not. Okay? Yeah, give us some fake ones, some real ones. Exactly. All right. Oh, there's a bowl game generator. Nice. Awesome. Perfect. As Eagle finds that, we'll uh, go on the to the smokeable bowl. Thank you, Super yeah. Bowl Nation. Cheese it bowl. Uh, so we'll love cheese. It. Yeah, I hear it's very good. Uh, tier three bowl or tier three now. Uh, the breakdown for the final playoff spot for the Money Bowl action for tier three. Uh, Speak easy. Ever so hot, they jump into the fourth seed, uh, getting by the their skin of the teeth over um, your boys in the team called Goblin Gang. And now we enter a predicament, PZ, where we have a three-way tie for three, four, and five. If Trap Stars are to win their game against Zone 6 Ballers, we have a three-way tie. And Eagle, I ask you the question because you know how to figure this out. What the bleep happens with Bud Knights, Speakeasy, and Trap Stars? If they're Once lost. again, so, thank you, Iggy Magnets. So here's how this works. There's three teams that have currently clinched. Mean Girls, Honey Martin, and Bud Knights. So Mean Girls are either going to finish first or second. Honey Martin are either going to finish first or second. So that really depends on what happens in their games, essentially. So there's a whole bunch of scenarios for one and two. So it doesn't matter. Uh, Speakeasy and Trap Stars are fighting for that fourth spot right now. So it all depends on what happens in the Trap Stars game. So if Trap Stars beat Zone 6 Ballers and allow less than 19 points, they jump Bud Knights for 3 and Speakeasy fall to 5. If Trap Stars beat Zone 6 and allow more than 19 points, then they f- are they still kick Speakeasy out, but Trap Stars go to 4th. And if Trap Stars lose, then Speakeasy hold on to their 4th seed, essentially. Speakeasy did beat Trap Stars week 1 by a single point if there was a head-to-head, which is now thrown out the window because of the three-way tie. But... Bud Knights are locked in. There's Bud no Knights are locked. They're either finishing third or fourth. So they can't get out. They cannot get out. Okay, so the Bud Knights are in, but it's now down to Speakeasy and Traps are easy. It's going to... Let me ask you a question more yes. quickly. What team disappointed you the most in this bracket? Well, I think there's a few. Triple P. Mm-hmm. They, I thought they had an utter collapse since they lost the Eagles lockdown mm-hmm. when they were uh, rolling and going, and that safety that they gave up kind of deflated their whole momentum. Goblin Gang, we talked about, they, they they were disappointed this year as well in terms of what they have of a, as a roster and couldn't put it together. And, of course, we talked about the rotating quarterback that they had this year with Drysdale being the guy for them. But those are the two teams that I thought really – I got one. I got one. Who you got? Hmm. Hmm. I'm looking at him right now. Lost down. Yeah, but they, they superseded expectations in my book. They didn't. They have no. – the, they have I, at worst, the second best passer in the division. A- admittedly, I think o- the Mean Girls game is the only one where athletically we were dominated across the board. Mm-hmm. All the other games were winnable. So, but like when 
the thing is is that when you in a situation where you're not going to win the matchups you you just you rely on schematics defensively and offensively to win and so still the fact that you guys weren't even competitive in that game again lockdown to me you guys dodged the division there's no way that with buccaneer quarterback you should be in that tier and you know what maybe i'm wrong maybe he's garbage because how how do you then how do you then not make the cash bracket after after knowing deep down in your heart you probably should have been in tier two by dropping a game to bud knights that's yeah. how you don't make it still you should you shouldn't have even been in that situation we went five and three yeah. yeah, but you were four and zero in the first okay, round. Okay, so you're so, right, and you dropped that game to Bud if, Knights, if, and now I'm six and two. Okay, but let's let's look at let's look at another team. That and should, then we lost to four points to Honey Martin with the ball at the end. But and let's mean look at another team. The better team. But let's look at another team that shouldn't be in their tier. Honey Martin, what and if, Mean Girls. But what if what if half a stars would have been five and three? What would you be saying about them? Uh, half a stars, yeah, about the same thing. Same situation. Yeah. Same exact situation. A division down. So therefore, don't give me your five and three. It's a disappointing five and three, and you know it. Oh boy, he stonewalled you, eh, Eagle. He's kind of right. This is where you bring up the bowl games, so you can get uh, PZ off track with what he just said right now. I mean, at least I made playoffs. Whatever. At least I challenged myself. Oh boy. Did well, you? Yeah. Did Un- you? Unlike you guys, uh, you can, guys just look kicking we, uh, out of the sandbox. Could we get these two teams in a bowl game? Like you know, <laughs> what do you you want to watch a blowout? <laughs> Hot sauce by fifty. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that one might actually happen. <laughs> you know what? I I would give Hot Sauce a good chance to beat you guys though. We would beat them, absolutely. We're a better team. He they knows also that. have more cap room, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, Justin Blanchard alone would beat those uh, those guys from lockdown. Yeah. I don't know what and Eagle he's like the do. third fastest guy on our team. Uh, yeah. To kind of just get back on track here. So, yes. replacements, Lionhearts, Bada Bing, Goblin Gang, Goon Squad, and Zone 6 Ballers are all officially eliminated, clearly because they all have eight games played, except Zone 6 Ballers, but you, you got to win, so that's pretty obvious. Well, As for the other teams, there's movement that'll happen, but yeah, that's pretty much status quo. Yeah, on that, Rainmakers so. is peaking. Like they, I know they're not going to a money bowl, but uh, Derek Castro's gotten much better in the last couple weeks throwing the football and talked to Ryan afterwards. He said, look, you know, Derek's seen it better than where he was, say, weeks one and two and three. Yeah, I have no doubt he'll become a very good FPF quarterback. No, he's just not there yet. throw 40, 50 yeah. touchdown passes. But he may in the future. It. Like, he has yeah. he has the knowledge to do so. It just it's a, it's a, it's whether or not his, his arm catches up to his brain. Absolutely. And uh, I think now for the Constellation games that we'll have, it, I, I think, look – People are going to say, well, it's not the money bowl game. But, again, it's a chance for you to come away with a bowl victory and more reps for these guys. Like a guy like Derek Castor, this is probably valuable reps for him that he might get another 30 passes in game action that can make him better uh, for the winter 2021 season if he does still throw in that uh, uh, yeah. level of football. Absolutely. Uh, so, it, Pease, so we got one spot left. Speakeasy, Trap Stars. Who gets it? Um... Traps are not losing to to um, zone six ballers. But are they allowing more than nine points? Yeah, uh, nineteen points. Nineteen. I don't think so. I don't think they are. So I think I think uh, I think we'll see trap stars be the yeah. So team. zone six has scored fifty points in seven games. The likelihood that they're going to score nineteen in one game is very low. Give me zone six by fifty. Zone six by fifty. All right. So trap stars are in control of their fates. They win. They're in. Question is where where will they finish in the whole. Uh, Playoff bowl, money bowl, three or four. We'll find out. Well, Trap Stars, if they win, they bounce up to three. Yeah. If they win and don't allow 19 points. Exactly. So we'll find out what they do. And uh, that game, I believe, is on um, Wednesday night, no? It's one of the two. You can look it up. I could. We'll get to our games of the week. We have a co-ed first. Yes, we do. Yes. He forgot 100%. No, yeah, 100%. I didn't forget. Yes, oh, I have the graphic ready. Ah, you forgot. You forgot. You forgot. <laughs> <laughs> He's pissed now, eh? He's pissed. He's at the eagle look now. Well, because already I called him a division yeah, dodger. exactly. Like, this has been a rough, like, 20 minutes. Even though minutes. he knows it's true. This has been a rough 10 minutes for eagle, eh? Like, he got yeah. called on, man. Like, oh. I'm okay with it. No, I saw the look eagle had. Like, you know that look that eagle has when he's annoyed like this? Yeah, I know. I know. It's my favorite look. I live for that look. Like he's, that look that comes right out. There. It's happening right now. Exactly. That look comes he's out. He's smiling, but not really. That look only comes out for the road show. Yeah. It's when he smiles, but only with his face. Because when no one's paying attention to it, all right, go off air. Yeah. And uh, what do you think about Go off air, guys. Come on. We're, guys, go you know, that, That's off. about right. Actually, get, yeah. get in your monitoring. The and eagle flies off. Flies off. Flies <laughs> off <you know? laughs> anyway, yeah, he had a bad rough, rough 10 minutes. Please 10 minute. don't mention the next game. Coming up next. Please, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> Leo, don't start the game. Rob, where the fuck are they starting? Rob, Rob, stop the game. <laughs> There's one play left. Doesn't matter. 
right. right. All right, Cohen. All right, Cohen. Look, um, funny Galinas had a tough one against getting Yang yesterday, a tie game. I think PZ, they are probably thanking the football guys that they don't have to face them in the semifinal game because they don't match up well with this team. I just think that they uh, didn't really care. Their season's locked up. They're going to the next round. Like It doesn't matter. But I just think they'll match up well with the Yang. I think they do. I, th- I think they just did their foot the gas pedal. Yeah, but, I mean, they, like, uh, look, right now, I love these playoff matchups. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yang and Kiss My End Zone, I cannot wait for them to go at it. And they have one more game together. And Ryan Dobbs uh, and Lexi Dubois have a little, nice little chirpy rivalry going on between the two of them. I, like, I can't wait for that game. So there's actually some very interesting seeding potential for this one. Yes. There's one game left. Yin and Yang play Kiss My End Zone next week. If Kiss My End Zone wins, your final seedings are Fighting Tigers, Kiss My End Zone, Yin and Yang, and Semi Kurakan. So effectively, Kiss My End Zone leapfrog them because they win, obviously. If Yin and Yang wins, it's the opposite where Yin and Yang takes number two seed. Of course, Fighting Tigers won. But then Semi Kurakan actually pass them and, can, and Kiss My End Zone end up the fourth seed because there's a head to head tie break that takes it into effect and Semi Kurakan take over. However, if the game is tied, then Yin and Yang finish second, Kiss My End Zone finish third, and uh, Semi Kurakan finishes in the fourth place. So. Semi-Kurkan can move around depending on who wins or what happens. And Yin and Yang can go from second to third. Kiss My Enzo can go from second to fourth. I can't wait. I, I, hope, yeah. I hope we see a Kiss My Enzo and Yin and Yang playoffs. I really do because they hate each other. Yeah. These teams hate each other. And when Jamil Springer said to Yin and Yang, I'm your father and you don't know it, that's when I said, it. That's when I said it's on. That's when I said it's on. Let's go. Let's see this happen. And I think now for Kiss My End Zone, they have a bit of a chip on the shoulder piece because they've been doubted. They have been questioned about how their team chemistry has been so far this year. And uh, if Alexis Dubois can get these guys all on the same page, they're not an easy out. Well, I spoke to Alexis Dubois this week about, about the team, and he said the thing with Josh Vasquez is uh, he has sort of like incredible highs and then some rough lows. Uh, so no, they need low, low. Yeah, so it that's is. the thing is they – they need to find um, a way that um, they can mitigate that, and I think that's going to have to be on the defensive side of the ball. If they can keep it to a low-scoring game, uh, then that's going to be their best uh, their best bet. Like even beating San Miguel, yeah, okay, they they controlled the game the entire time, but twenty four seven, like you know, it's not an offensive beating, right? It's just no. it's a pacing, it's a smart pacing game. Um, and Josh Vasquez, he ran for the touchdown, but he he only he only threw for two. Uh, they also won that game without uh, Jalen Greaves in the lineup. So um, they're showing they can get it done. That said, I think that the this kind of game is what they need. Just really, just take control of the game. Don't need to go. Don't need to go nuts. You're just you're gonna score. Just don't allow any. Just don't allow points and don't make mistakes. And that's that's what Josh Vasquez did last night. Where would you rank uh, the Fighting Galinas? And kiss my end zone in the winter, Kawhi, because that's the best of the best, right? We've seen some really good teams. Yeah, so you're missing some of the the uh, you know uh, you're missing like Vanessa well, Power Perry, Rangers for example. is not here. Power Rangers not there. Yeah. You're yeah. missing some of the familiar names. I think they're still a top tier team. Um, Seth Galina has really impressed me. I uh, I didn't think he would uh, improve as much as he did in right. such a short period of time. He's a like we we know this about Seth. Like he's he's a great football mind. Yeah. But um, as we know, as as two guys in this room who've given that position a try, knowing a lot about FPF and then executing, it's two different worlds. And and Seth Galina is now living in a world where he's executing as well. Yeah, his mind and his athletic ability are almost even when it comes to him executing his game plans. So I think the Fighting Galinas would be a very good team in the winter season. Yeah. Uh, Yin and Yang are in the winter season, so we know about them. I think Kiss My Enzo would be a wild card and how they would fare. Semi Kong, I think, would be competitive, but maybe not at four wins. I think, look, I think they learned a lot. I think they learned a lot, yeah. and I think they're going to be more competitive next season. Sect, I spoke to them afterwards. They had a good time. And That's what I matters. said, guys, like, unfortunately, given how it was, that we, we only had one division. If there's two tiers, I guarantee you guys would be much better in the in the lower tier in terms yeah. of the I think that they still struggle because, again, the, how new they are to the, yeah. to the league. Um, but I think they, they can add a piece or two, and 
Yeah. And just the experience they got in the season. They're all Absolutely. athletes. All university athletes. It's just learning the game, right? Because FPF is a different game from, from sure. anything else. It is now time for... Games of the Week! How much am I crushing Mo? Is it is it as much as I crushed Mo in fantasy this week? Uh, Mo, when you put up 145 and I you know. lose by 55? I know. Sheesh! It happens, man. Mo, let's see. So, week eight... You have the, the graph you up? Were... You have the chart? So... There are three of you. No, that's not true. You beat Alexi. Alexi had 65% in week eight. You had 66.6. But then P's and Iggy both got a 69. Nice. nice. So what's, what's, that was in week eight specifically. Overall, hey, you're still in. And, and, and in honor of Jimmy this Keep this up on the, uh, on the TV screen for those who can see this. Because, you know, you can hear it, but we can't see it. Though. <laughs> well, I mean, you want to see them? You, you, want, you want them to see you getting crushed too? No, I want, I want, to see them, I want them to see the numbers okay. properly so they can understand what's going on here. Because if we get them numbers, like what's going on? Me and Iggy, Honor Junior Sparrow, got 69% of our picks. Just like big old 69 himself. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we're Junior happy. did wear 69. Um, so I was at 66.6. Alexis Dubois was in last place. But like How evil of you, Mo? Eagle is right now like focused. Eh? Like no, I'm trying to undo the security. There you go. All right. So this is our tracker. So Mo. It looks like Excel because it is. It's gone. There it's back. Go. Give it a second. There. What are we looking at? Because it's just a bunch of. Yeah, it's, it's numbers. Mo wanted to see. Why do you want there this? You go. This is terrible. Because it's amazing because it's going to confuse everyone else. No. <laughs> so, Mo, this is the number that's important. It's last. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on here, hold on here, hold on here. Okay, hold on here, hold on. You want to see the, I'm, the, I'm the, the actual I... results dashboard? So this is overall right now. So Mo, you are 99 and 58. You are the worst. Yes, <laughs> 99 and 58 is the absolute worst. Yeah. Absolutely. Of all time. Absolutely. You're not even at 100 wins, bro. Absolutely. Okay. You're not even at 100 wins. Baseball, Absolutely. you would make the playoffs. Absolutely. I'm, I'm the worst, though. 99 and 50. You know what the best part is? Pease has the same number of games predicted positive and eight, uh, six less negative, and you have to pick against him every week. But um, he picked against me this week, and he lost. <laughs> so the overall records are what now? Where, 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 where are we at? Literally right that. Iggy's winning by a lot. He's at 70.86, and then Pease is next at 65.56, Alexi at 63.82, and Mo, you're at 63.08. Where am I looking at? You're not even oh, winning any here. tier. Like, you're awful. <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on here. Week three you're head to head. 50% in co-ed. But granted, P's are pretty bad, oh, too. Week, there, week three head to head. I was eight. Co-ed's got a lot of variants, though. Week three head to head. Great. Great. Yeah. You're still last every single week. <laughs> even though I have a 958 record. That's garbage. A, yes. Garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah. Absolutely. Because Iggy's 10744. Alexi's 9755. You realize that if I win out and Alexi loses, I jump him, right? You know, winning out means you but pick you every game right. But you realize that PZ, six less games wait, because wait, wait, wait. he didn't pick his team. But, but also. Yeah. That makes his picks harder because you know he's losing every week. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Tier one. Also, you suck at every tier. Yeah, it's true. Consequence versus Urgence Medic. So who's taking the, the cash bowl? Who's dropping down? No, Actually, I think they both. No, the seating, both, though. Yeah, the, yeah seating. the seating. That's all it is. Uh, I got uh, Consequence. I do as well. Sweatin' Beers versus Brave Noir. Bien. Yeah, Braves. Okay, let's check. Tier two. There's and not and just a reminder, this is a shortened week of games. This is the makeup week and the last week of those who are in their eighth games coming up. Correct. All right, Tough Lungs, LGC. LGC. Yeah, I'm going to LGC on this one. And then immediately afterwards, half LGC, stars. half a stars. Half a stars. stars. All right, Pepperoni Boys, Tough Lungs. I'm going to go Pet Boys. Pet Boys have a lot on the line here. Same here. Los Bandidos, Trojans. Bandidos. Los Bandidos. All right, Wednesday, 7.15, Mo. Shorthorns. And then Texas Sports, uh, oh, Texas no, no, Shorthorns, Hot Sauce Sports. You missed you missed uh, my prediction right there. It's a uh, hot sauce sports. Yeah, hot sauce sports. Texas shorthorns. Yeah, by fifty. Yeah. Shorthorns for me, please. No, you're wrong. There we go. And tier three, we have Toon Squad Rainmakers. I'm going Rainmakers on this one. Rainmakers as well. LNJ Honey Martin. Honey Martin. Um, Honey Martin. Zone six ballers, trap stars. Trap stars. This is boring so far. Yeah, this is terrible. This is a terrible slate of games. <laughs> like we're not moving up and down in this one. <laughs> and here. the last game, yin and yang, kiss my end zone. Kiss my end zone. Um, kiss my end zone. That sucks. Kiss my end zone. Did we pick all the same? No, it's no, three still. No, no, because Mo has to do something different so he can hopefully try and pass you, yeah. but it's not gonna happen. It felt like it was all the same. Division Dodger, lockdown. Yeah. Division dodging lockdown. Yeah. 
How's your finger, by the way? It's fine. I probably would have got you guys into the uh, money ball game. No. I, uh, the only thing worse than your prediction rate is your completion rate. Oh, here you go. So funny. Well, ego. to be fair, did he complete 99 passes that season? <laughs> nope. Oh, uh, Eagle. You're so cool. All right. Uh, so, again, the just reminder for the Code Orange, it's all listed on the FPF um, website page of if you want more information what's going to go on. We are status quo until further notice. And as I said to everyone at the fields, look, it's one game at a time, and just, we go through it, right? So we're just trucking along here, and hopefully we get this wrapped up without any hiccups before it's all sent down for the October month. And, uh, again, we did start off uh, on a somber note with Junior Sparrow passing yeah. away, but um, I'm sure he would enjoy this type of podcast, the laughters, and we hope he yeah. did enjoy this podcast. Uh, because, again, it is definitely tough to lose a loved one. And uh, we'll do something, PZ, Eagle, and everyone here at FPF will do something for Junior. And we'll announce that at a later date when it's uh, time to do so. Any last words, uh, PZ? It's all yours, Mo. Fair enough, then. Uh, magic words, please. From all of us here at the Weekly Extra Point Live. Good night, Boston Celtics. They're done. Yeah. <laughs>